Hi, we are here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how you've probably eaten glass with special guest Nick Juhas. You'll also learn about how to tap into a positive kind of stress and how your unique screams can identify you. Let's satisfy some curiosity. (laughs) Would you ever eat glass? Your instinct might be to say no. But according to today's guest, it's possible you already have eaten glass. Nick Juhas is a science influencer and creator of the Nickopedia YouTube channel. And he's also the host of the brand new Netflix competition series called Blown Away. In the show, 10 master artists turn up the heat in glass-blowing sculpture challenges for the chance to win $60,000 in prizes and the title of champion. Here's Nick with a fun fact he learned while he was shooting the show. There are so many really interesting things about glass and glass blowing in general. But one that I just I thought this was really interesting is that the candy Jolly Ranchers uh, are technically glass. You're technically eating glass when you're eating Jolly Ranchers. Now, I shall explain. So glass is defined as anything that is transparent, that is a solid, that is in its non-crystalline um, sort of form. So there's no crystal lattice that goes through the entire substance. Um, there's another word for it, anamorphic. And so glass that we think of when we think of like windows, that glass has like a silicon base. So it comes from sand. The, the sand is sort of like the, the silica is sort of the, the building block of that type of glass. However, there can be in that definition of glass, there can be other types of glass that don't use uh, silicon as the base or silica, um, silica sand. And so if you look at sugar, for example, as a building block, as a base, um, you can build up with sugar. And if you add a substance like corn syrup, it actually blocks the crystal lattice from totally forming to making a total crystalline structure. And so you end up with something that is clear. It is. Uh, it does not have a crystal structure throughout the entire um, substance. And it is, technically speaking, a glass. And that's what a Jolly Rancher is. So sugar base, added corn syrup to it, and it fits the definition of glass. Now, something else that's really interesting about Jolly Ranchers in general is that you can actually do the same thing that you do with glass blowing to a Jolly Rancher. And so you can actually heat up a Jolly Rancher, you can put like a little Pyrex tube like in the Jolly Rancher and you can blow up a Jolly Rancher just like how you can blow glass. And so that that is something that kind of is like a little mesmerizing when you think about it. It's like, what? Like you would never think that you could do that. The moral of the story is that the next time you want your friends to think you're hardcore, just grab a box of Jolly Ranchers and tell them you're tough enough to eat glass. You can learn even more cool things about glass on the brand new Netflix series, Blown Away, which is available right now. Nick Juhas is the host, and we will put links to the show, his YouTube channel, and more in today's show notes. You will never see hosts of a reality show more sweaty than you will see on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Stress is not always a bad thing. Technically, the word stress refers to your body's response to changes that create taxing demands. We kind of use the terms stress and distress interchangeably, but distress actually refers to negative stress, which means there's such a thing as positive stress. Eustress, as in E-U, like the same root for euphoria. And it comes with a bounty of benefits that you can tap into. Here's how eustress works. We've all felt the drive to achieve something great. While that drive can be considered stressful, most wouldn't see it as a bad thing. 
That's eustress in action. Some sources of eustress are obvious, like starting a new job, getting married, or moving to a new city. In general, this type of stress is motivating and energizing, and it provides you with incentives to do well. Though sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between eustress and distress. Eustress tends to be a short-lived type of pressure, one that's exciting and feels relatively easy to cope with. Distress, on the other hand, can last for any amount of time and can make you feel like you don't have the capacity to cope. That kind of stress has the tendency to make you perform below your abilities and can even cause physical problems. So how do you go about ensuring that you put the you in stress and bring some more of that positive stress into your life? Instead of perceiving a demanding project at work as negative, stop and remind yourself that stress can be good for you. When we feel distress, we tend to focus on external factors with thoughts like, my boss gave me an impossible project. To transform your situation into you stress, try focusing internally with thoughts like, I've got this. This project will be hard work, but I'm capable and it'll be rewarding. It's all about perspective. Did you know that you have a unique scream that can identify you as, well, you? A new study suggests that human screams do convey a level of individual identity. This is in spite of the idea that screams are too chaotic and inconsistent to be used to identify someone. As reported by Futurity, research led by Emory University psychology professor Harold Gasulis showed that participants could correctly identify whether the same person or two different people produced pairs of screams. And this is a critical prerequisite to individual recognition and social behavior. While we know humans are good at making identity-related judgments based on speech, there's been less research into identity cues in non-linguistic vocalizations, like screaming. But let's back up and talk about why we scream in the first place. Gasula says that the origin of screams was probably to startle a predator and make it jump, which would give prey a small chance to escape. And that kind of scream is very different from calling out for help. As some species became more social, including monkeys and other primates, screaming became a way to recruit help from relatives and friends. So it's important to identify screams so you can respond to those people who are important to you. Previous research by Gasulis and others suggests that non-human primates can tell whether a scream is coming from an individual that is important to them. So to test whether the same applied to humans, Gasulis conducted a study where 104 participants listened to audio files of pairs of screams on a computer without any visual cues for context. Participants were asked to determine if the screams came from the same or a different person. And across three different experiments, most of the participants were able to correctly judge most of the time whether those screams were from the same person or not. This study is part of an extensive program of research into screaming by Gasulis. In previous work, he's found that listeners cannot distinguish acted screams from naturally occurring screams. In upcoming papers, he'll be digging into how people determine whether they're hearing a scream or some other vocalization and how they perceive the emotional context of a scream. Boy, that researcher's neighbors must love him. (laughs) Before we recap what we learned today, quick reminder that we need your support for Curiosity Daily to be considered as a finalist in the 2019 Podcast Awards. Just visit podcastawards.com and look for Curiosity Daily in the drop-down menus for the categories of People's Choice, Education, and Science and Medicine. And please encourage a friend or two to help. It's free to vote, and if we're recognized with an award, then at least one of us will happy scream. You know you want to hear us happy scream on the podcast. For sure. 
And now let's recap what we learned today. Today we learned that when you eat a Jolly Rancher, you're technically eating glass. And that by reframing your situation, you can turn bad stress into good stress. And that people can actually identify different people from their screams. I just want them to do a study that determines that when I scream and you scream, we all scream for ice cream. Or we could just go get some ice cream. Yeah. It's been hot lately. It has been. We earned it. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And have a great weekend. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Stay curious. Stay curious.